Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Rob G, come in and summarize this situation going on with Urban Meyer and Michigan State, if, if it is anything at all. It's something of a Fox Sports talent brouhaha brewing over <laughs> Urban Meyer. Because on one hand, Fox Sports Radio Weekend host straight out of Vegas, Bernie Frado reported earlier this week that his moles are telling him that Urban Meyer is meeting with the brass at Michigan State this week to discuss his interest. I just want you to know, you know that's my saying, right? I had a segment on Channel 4 in Detroit for 20 years. What what was it saying? My moles are telling me. Ah. It's called Clubhouse Confidential. And it was like always, instead of saying sources, Chris and Rob G. Moles, right. I would say, my moles are telling me this or my CWPS. Chris, what is that? Close, warm, and personal friends. Exactly. So those were, instead of using the term sources. So it's funny that Bernie's saying his moles are. Right. But anyway, go ahead. Also, my moles are telling me segment coming to the Odd Couple soon. Because, you know, Rob always likes to bring stuff back anytime he can. But anyways, Bernie says he's going to meet with them. Now, he did couch it by saying this does not mean an offer is an imminent. Does not mean that he's going to get the job. Just that the two sides are going to meet. On the other hand, uh, maybe about a few hours later and then again into this afternoon, Fox television personalities, Brady Quinn, in which case does radio and television, and Bruce Feldman, who both work with Urban Meyer on Big Noon Kickoff, said that they have both spoken to Urban Meyer directly and he has zero interest. And these reports linking him to Michigan State are unfounded. Rob, your thoughts? I say good because 
if I'm Michigan State, I want nothing to do with Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is unhirable at this point. Uh, what went down, and not just a terrible thing that went on in Jacksonville, Chris, and we saw it. As soon as he was out of there, Lawrence became a better player. That team was better. And the stuff that he did down there, let me just start. I'm going backwards. Right. The stuff he did there, I didn't believe he wanted to coach. It didn't feel like it. It felt like he just wanted Jacksonville's loot or whatever and to get fired. Mm. When he didn't go back with his team after that loss in Cincinnati, I thought that was like something. If a player had done that, it would, they would have been ridiculed, right? Not going flying back with their team. Then he was caught with the young lady on his lap, with the lap happy dance, all that, embarrassing to the organization. Then before that, he given Tim Tebow, who is his neighbor, I believe, in Florida, wherever they live, Chris, a job and a position he's never played, an old player, well, he older ended up player. Cutting him, but he gave him a shot. But yeah. he gave him a shot in a spot. And then, you know, probably the 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 uh, whipped cream on the on the crap was basically hiring this coach who was a racist a strength and conditioning coach uh, and hiring him in Jacksonville and then telling people that they worked together in Utah when in reality, Chris, when they did the, the, the reporters did their vetting and information, they never worked together. They never even, they were at Utah, they both were at Utah, but not at the same time. So anyway, you have all that. And don't forget what happened at Ohio State with one of his assistants who was uh, accused of uh, uh, beating up his wife and all kinds of domestic violence and all that. That was kind of swept under the rug. He claimed he, had, he didn't know, but his wife knew. There was all kinds of issues. There's just so much stuff that's happened with Urban Meyer. I don't even think of him as that you know, coach that, that won national championships and all that. The, the last few stops and roads have been bumpy to say the least and if I'm Michigan State Chris with with all that they've had controversies the doctor who was molesting the gymnast uh, obviously uh, their coach was involved in phone sex with a woman who was a <clears throat> rapes and a, a sexual assault and rapes the survivor. irony yeah, like <laughs> of all, is crazy. Chris, all that going on at Michigan State, he's just not the right coach for Michigan State. They need to clean, get their nose clean. And Urban Meyer, when it comes to Michigan State, and I think any college program, to me, is unhirable. I disagree. I don't think he's unhirable. I mean, first of all, he's working at Fox Sports 1, so, or Fox Sports. So he's got a job, and he's got a high-profile job associated with sports, associated with college sports, uh, where he could be dealing with college athletes and things like that. So he's clearly not unhirable. Nobody's picking in at Fox against Fox Sports and all that stuff. Um, now, if I ran a Christian university and we were bound by certain principles that we wanted to follow and we wanted our young men to, you know, uh, develop Christ-like character and and see that in our coaches and our professors and all that, absolutely not. He would not be hired. He would not even be considered. Michigan State? Yeah. Uh, he, he could be hired. I'm not saying I would hire him, but if I was running the job search, the coaching search at Michigan State, I might talk to him. 
I'd be willing to talk to him. I'm, at the end of the day, you're trying to win football games there at Michigan State. The, the, the veil has been torn. We know what college sports is all about. It's about winning. All right? It's about winning. And now the players are getting paid, even though it's still not getting their fair share. They are getting paid with the NIL. So now it's just even less, like, they can transfer. It, all that, you know, stuff about, you know, that we want it to be innocent and all that is gone. The innocence is lost. Now, that doesn't mean I want him to come in and just do whatever he wants to do to win. But if I, if I would bring him in, talk to him about all the past things, like the Jacksonville stuff, to me, that's not, like, that's, I would talk to him about, Staying behind, you know, in Ohio, in Columbus, when he didn't go with his team. Um, but a lot of that, that's NFL level stuff. That that doesn't really, I'm, I'm getting him to be a college coach. And I would talk to him about all of these incidents. See if there's remorse, or at least he, he says there's remorse. Ask him pointed questions. And make demands or say, look, you can even put some of that stuff in the contract if you want a morals clause and, and be specific about stuff. So I don't think he's unhirable. I think he could get a second chance or this would be, I don't know, fifth, sixth chance, whatever. But um, he's a good f- college football coach. He can win games. And I just would want to make sure that I would feel comfortable, like had, that he's learned from these passages. Right? And, and look, he's, I don't know, he might be 60 years old. I don't know about learning. But if he's not going to be doing Whatever, you know, scandalous type things were in his past, and obviously he didn't do, you know, like you mentioned the coach at at Ohio State, he didn't do that. Florida, he caught flat because some of his players got in trouble and things like that. But Rick Patino's working at Louisville now. We know what he's been involved in. He's not at Louisville, right? I mean, uh, St. John's, I'm sorry. St. John's, yeah, used to be at Louisville. Then I own it in St. John's, now St. John's. So that, that's my thing. I, I don't think he's unhirable. I'm not saying I would definitely hire him, but I'd be willing to talk to him and, and Chris, have a pointed interview. Chris, you're beating around the bush. You're beating around the bush. No, I'm not beating around the bush. I'm going to ask you a, I'm going to ask you a pointed question. If Chris Broussard was the athletic director at Michigan State, given his history— Forget about – I don't want about you being at a Christian university. No, that's, don't, I'm, don't tell I don't me what hear I that. can say. I'm asking First of all, you, you don't hear what I'm I say. I'm asking you, would you hire Urban Meyer given his track if record? If I thought he Yes was, or no. Listen. Yes listen. or no. First of all, listen. Yes or no. That's all I want from you. Yes you or no. You don't get to – will you be quiet? That's my get, question. No, Will you not. be quiet? That's Look, my man, question. I don't, yes Look. or No. Let me answer. If I felt he was the most qualified for the job out of the people I interview, yes. That good enough for you? Yeah, that clear I, enough I don't for believe you? it. I don't believe it, but Why that's not? fine if that's your Why answer. Because I don't Why believe would I it. Say it if because I don't believe it? a lot of stuff, it's easy to say now, but a lot of stuff goes into the Wait, these hold decisions. on. Now you calling me a liar? I, I didn't say you lied. You I'm just, just saying. I'm lying. I, I'm telling you. 
That I Why think in that, the world would I, I say think yes if you were the AD, if you were the AD at I Michigan State, I just told State, you I would go through the process, at, and at, if at I Michigan felt comfortable State, with his answers, I could hire him. It's hard for what me to believe. What don't you understand? It's hard for me to believe that any AD would stand up there and have well, Urban Meyer show up. Why can he work at Fox? Why can he work because at Fox? Because that has nothing to do with kids, Chris. Really? They hired everybody. He's at, a, he's at a game Chris. with kids every Saturday. No, it's not. It's not like going into kids. somebody's going you into somebody's living room. Dude, nah, I'm not buying that. Like this is if that's the case, Mel Tucker would still be the coach. Don't be naive, Chris. If it's just about winning, why is Mel Tucker out? Why is Mel Tucker? Answer that. You answered you, you winning game. That. It's about winning game. You need my money. Mel Tucker is out for cause. Don't and be man, naive. And, and hold on. No, Chris Broussard, uh, acting like all naive, like you don't understand. It's only about winning. You the one acting that means naive. that nobody would ever get I, fired in college. Come oh, no, on, no, Chris. No, look, I you, expect more from you. You got to let me say something, man. You want to get all emotional. Oh, I'm going to yell. I'm going to yell. Not let the, my, my co-host talk. Now I got to get up and leave because I can't listen. That's why you're emotional. I'm logical. Mel Tucker could maybe get a job in the future. You yelling about Mel Tucker, you ain't yelling about Rick Patino. It's all right for him to work. Man, I'm naive. You know what goes on in college, kids? But I'm naive. Stop it, Rob Parker. And ain't nobody lying. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic because we came to play bring the magic at walt disney world resort enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Present ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER you <laughs> 
There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Super Bowl champion, Mr. Universe. I think I said that right, Mr. Universe. And now a Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst. I, I'm going to let Rob have the first question because I know uh, he yeah. wants to talk to you, Greg. Greg Jennings and, is and, joining the Odd Couple folks. Hey, Greg, how are you? Greg is unavailable right now. Well, well, Greg, I want to start. I'm going to start it by saying you live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, and the Twins just advanced in the playoffs for, for yes. the first time since 2002. They got it done. Yes, two. Yes, man. Big, big, big news, man. And the, the city is going crazy. I'm sure. I'm not. I'm in New York right now, but boy, that drought was. It, yes. it was hanging and looming over everyone's head. Speaking of droughts. Yes. Speaking of droughts, <laughs> let's get to your man. And I think finally, Greg, I'm just going to give you a, a rope so that you can save yourself. It's okay. Just say that you made a mistake and you realize now that Daniel Jones is not a top 10 quarterback and we can move on. I, we don't need any more grilling. Just admit it. Okay, Rob, I, what I will do for you is I will say this. Um... I'm I'm still a Daniel Jones fan, and I recognize that we can't properly assess him because of what's going on this season up in front of him. He has no protection, and he has not played well. I admit that. I recognize that. I'm not going to excuse him of any of the blame. However, I cannot put it all on Daniel Jones. I wish I would be able to see and assess him in a proper light. That has not happened. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen at all this year. And so for that, I'm going to put it to rest and hold and reserve the right to place him back into the top ten when it's fitting. But right now, I've removed him from top ten contingent. Okay, can we have applause for Greg Jennings? Applause. Let me hit Greg with a truth bomb. No applause? We need it's applause. never that, going to be go. fitting. No, I, hey, Greg, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, and good for you. Because I'm with, I'm with Chris. Chris and I have been fighting the whole show. But I'm with Chris. He's never going to be in the top ten. Okay. I mean, we'll, we'll I think he can be a starting caliber quarterback. And, and, and a pretty, you know, okay, pretty good. But – We'll show. see. Like you said, we'll see. All right, let's let's move on to a few other things. Rob and I are going to get to this later, but Deshaun Watson, um, apparently, you know, he didn't play Sunday with the shoulder injury. He was trying, you know, there was thought, thinking all through the week that he was going to be able to play. He went out there Sunday before the game, starts throwing around and didn't, you know, didn't feel like he had the ability to really play. He had been cleared by doctors, but now there's a report that some of his teammates are bothered and upset that he didn't play after being cleared by doctors. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, number one, it bothers me that Kevin Stefanski even gave us this information that we didn't ask for. Like, I, like, And I get it. He probably was prompted and asked the question, and then he felt like, okay, i, I got to give him something. But 
it, it should have never gotten out. Like because as a player that has played in this league, regardless if you are clear to play or not, you still have the last say on whether or not you feel like who you are is fitting enough and up to par to go out there and perform. Now, I don't care, you don't I don't care how anyone takes that or feels about it. That's the reality. And we're watching it and I know it's a different situation but with Joe Burrow where we see that he should not be out there. He has clearly medically been cleared, but he still should not be out there because he's performing as one of the worst quarterbacks in the National Football League right now. And we, we would like to believe and have known that based off what we've seen, that's not who he is. Deshaun Watson took a different stand. If he's medically cleared, okay, that's fine. That's one box check. So if I am good, I'm going to play. But what what they've done and what they do is they put you through this workout and they see if if you're good. They ask you, what do you think? How do you feel? He gave them an answer and a response that no one typically gives. I don't think I can go. Yep. Or I'm Crazy. not going to go. And do so you... now, oh, now he's being he's being viewed in a in a light of. Well, did he quit? Uh, can we count on him? And none of that is fair, in my opinion. None of it is fair. I was going to ask you, are you surprised? And maybe not. Maybe this is how it is. But are you surprised that some of the players, at least reportedly, are like, you know, looking at him sideways now? No, I'm not surprised because of in the manner of which how it happened, right? Because probably going into that game, everyone thought he was going to play. Everyone right. thought he was going to play. The coaching staff and the training staff obviously had a range that he, you know, is going to be a game time decision. We're going to typically how it works. You go out early, you go work out, you go make some throws, or if in my case, you run some routes, tell everybody how it feels, and then you give an answer. So by the time the players are reporting to the stadium, they're thinking, oh, we're going to be, we're going, we're going to have Deshaun. Once they get there, you start filing in, and the chatter starts getting through the locker room. Deshaun's not playing. Deshaun's not playing. Naturally, you are pissed off because you're playing a divisional opponent where we need this guy and he's not available and none of us knew that. So there is naturally a frustration that's going to be there. But I think guys understand we, as players, we have to look out for our best interest because not always, as we're seeing with the Bengals, I don't believe they're looking out for the best interest of Joe Burrow and his health. Uh, let me ask you about Sean Payton and what he's gone through so far in the team. Uh, I mean, I know they beat the Bears, but they needed a, a they needed a, a gift wrap touchdown and help, and they were down big. They got the win, one and three to start. Where is where's, Sean Payton? The seem the same. The defense is a mess. Uh, Russell Wilson seems to be playing, but the team's not good. Are you surprised at how bad they are? I am. I'm very surprised at how bad they are. I'm, I'm not surprised that they've lost some of these games. What I am surprised is how they look in these losses. Uh, and and when I'm, what I mean by that is it's not just the players. Like, Sean Payton has to start taking accountability. Like, there, you can't. You can't lose seven twenty to seventy, and or be down to or be down to the Bears big at halftime and not take accountability as a coach. 
Like, I get it. Things aren't going the way that you hoped from a player perspective and who's on the field. But at some point, you got to raise your hand and stand in it with everybody else. And you just don't see that with Sean Payton, which is which is odd because you, most coaches will say, you know, that's on me or that's on me. And this entire time, dude, four weeks, I have not heard him say that one time. Right, right. Nope. No, that's true. What what well, let's go to the AFC South and I think most people felt like it was gonna be a cakewalk for Jacksonville. Although Rob, who'd you pick? Tennessee, I think. No, I think I picked Jacksonville. Okay. I? So most people felt like it was gonna be a cakewalk for them. Now all four of those teams are two and two. Do you think this is like how do you think this is gonna play out in this division? Well, I think the same way everybody else. We don't know. <laughs> Right, right. It's it's because I I mean the other three are surprisingly good. I mean, you know, better than we expected. Yeah, yeah. And and when you look at Jacksonville, you start to think kind of like you know I'm from Michigan. Rob, you know, you you covered the Lions. Yeah. Kind of like Detroit. The Lions are going Lions. They're going Detroit at some point. The Jags are going to Jag. Like that's they are who they are. Like we, they fooled us for a minute and. If they end up being great, oh, great, no big deal. But you know what? I'm not having ex- any more expectations for them because mm. I knew better. That's how <laughs> that's how we've always felt about the Detroit Lions growing up in Michigan. Right. That's how I feel about the Jags. So for me, I like I'm rolling with the Texans. I want to see this team have success because I like what they're doing. I like the Miko Ryans. I like the young nucleus that they have, how they drafted and brought guys in together to build and to grow together, and it's working for them. All right, that is our man Greg Jennings. Great stuff, brother. As always, we appreciate the time. Absolutely. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life did you if you could would you when we come through it's true magic because we came to play bring the magic at walt disney world resort Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. All right, we've mentioned it a few times, but we're going to delve into it a little deeper now, and that's the Deshaun Watson situation in Cleveland. Now, he has a shoulder injury, and um, he was, you know, optimistic about playing all week, even though he wasn't really practicing. Um, But the feeling was he'd be able to play. And Sunday, before their game with the – who were they playing? The uh, Ravens? Yeah, Ravens. He went out and uh, warmed up and just didn't feel right. And you heard Randy Mueller say he he looked like he was wincing and just clearly was not comfortable, yeah, throwing the football. And so Deshaun, even though he was cleared by the doctors, said, told the Browns he wasn't able to go, didn't feel like he was, you know, ready. And uh, Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, let it be known to the media that that was the case. Here's what he said, Rob. He said yesterday, pretty much it was his call. So he was medically cleared to play. If he would have said, I'm good, he would have played? Yeah, yes. And, and, you know, let me uh, say this, Tony. I mean, he knows his body. He's played through serious pain before, very, very serious injuries. Um, It wasn't a matter of pain tolerance or anything. He just did not feel like he had his full faculties. So did he th- – that was the reporter, Tony Grossi, who I, I worked yeah, with. Yeah, you I know Tony, right? From, oh, yeah. Been, I, he was there when I was an intern at the Plain Dealer. Let um, me tell you, all those writers in Cleveland and Detroit, they're like forever. Like, do you know, oh, there's yeah. certain no, places, right. like, right. they never move on. Like There are guys there, Rob, that were covering high schools with me. And they were 20 years older than me then. And they're still there. <laughs> Like yeah. they, they like Cleveland is one of those cities, just a ton of old time writers, Chris. I had a, a, a partner there, Rob, and I'm this will this will take some of the listeners just a little bit behind the curtain of what we do. And we cover high school sports together. And when I was at the plane dealer, Cleveland Plane Dealer, they put me out in a bureau. And so, you know, we had a bureau. Uh, on the like west of Cleveland, east of Cleveland, and south of Cleveland, and and covered like not just the suburbs, but out. So I was actually covering Akron, the Akron area, and so I covered Akron area high schools. This is before LeBron was in high school. Okay, but we covered. I covered it with a partner there. Covered uh, that. That's when I covered Mike Vrabel when he was in high school. Um, Antoine Winfield when he was in high school. Two guys who went on to go pro. And then in the playoffs, you know, saw Earl Boykins, Reuben Patterson, but they were in Cleveland. Those are all guys that went to the uh, NBA, those two. But um, one of my partners who covered high schools with me, he was older than me, he he did a great job. And he, Rob, he said he had grown up, and by this point he's like 40 years old, and I'm, I'm like 22 or something like that. Right. 21. And he was saying that his dream had always been to cover the Cleveland Indians, the baseball team. And he got the beat. Um, And after about two and a half months, he asked off. And it wasn't because he wasn't doing well, 
But as you know, Rob, I mean, that's every day at the ballpark, writing every day. I mean, you know, you're there. If you don't, if you don't you're love there the game, you can't PM, do it. You can't right, do you're it, You're there Chris. from 1 p.m. to like 11 p.m. Yep, at every the ballpark. Day. Yep. And he just was like, you know, I just didn't want that. I didn't want that to be my life. And, you know, by the time I was working with him and he's covering high schools, you know, he had, he played in a band. He, you know, he, he had a lot of other things he was doing. And so I don't think he would have been able to do all that stuff had he stuck with that and covered Indy. So just a little, you know what that's like, Rob. I mean, covering the uh, pro beat, especially nowadays with Twitter and you're tweeting all the time, it's a, it is ra- around-the-clock work. Definitely a lot of work to do. Um, and I, I think people don't realize how much is put into it and how much you have to sacrifice. And you notice there's a lot of sports writers, Chris, who are divorced. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it, it is a casualty a of friend, the job. Rob, it's a a mutual friend. I won't say who, but we both know him. He, he Now, this was probably 15, 20 years ago he told me this. He did like an unofficial count of all his friends in the business, and he had been in the business for years at this point. And he said uh, it was 94% of his friends were in divorced. sports writing were divorced. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't but, doubt it. It's, it's, a, it's a big number. It's, it's a really tough job, and I know a lot of guys when I worked in Detroit – Chris were divorced three and four times. They had, they had three. They were married three and four times. Wow. I'd just be like, wow, you were in love that many you, times. <laughs> you're traveling with the team. You're at every practice. Rob, my first day on the Cavaliers, and I was just young and a go get. You know, I, I, Rob, I, I went from covering high schools and essentially from high schools and doing a little work on the desk to covering the calves. And I didn't even think to ask for a raise. I just was like, yeah, you know, I, you know, I was just doing it. And I worked 188 straight days that year. Wow. Wow. Didn't even think, I mean, it was just like, you know, in the summers back, I got, I was off six, seven, eight weeks in the summer because I had so much comp time, you know, but yeah, I mean, I just went right through it. And you're traveling, you're at every game on the road, at home, you're at every practice. It It, it is an all, it's just an all-encompassing thing. Right. But I want to say this. pro team. Yep, about Deshaun. And Chris, I've been critical of some of the stuff that he did and the, what he put himself through. A lot of it, I think, is self-inflicted. But I'm not going to be a guy who's going to tell him when he can play and when he can't. Because that is just something that we just do no matter what. And we've seen it. I hate to keep bringing up Kevin Durant, but he was clear. Well, that, that, and that's like the worst okay, No, I know, example. but I'm just saying. Yeah. Like when no, people say, oh, yeah, saying. yeah, I'm just saying. Like people go, well, the doctor cleared him. Well, well Kevin Durant was cleared too, is, all, is the point. And then Randy had the greatest one. Randy Mueller was just on. About Drew Brees passing, failing his physical in Miami, probably that, would have changed. Probably would have right. changed everybody. Nick Saban might have stayed in. Right? Who knows? You know what? what I, like, yep. you don't even yep. know what would have happened, Chris. Randy Mueller might have won Executive of the Year three other <laughs> three more times. He might still be in the NFL, in the NFL right. as an executive. There's no telling. Nah, that's 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 right. Look, yeah, I'm not gonna kill Deshaun. Um, 
And Rob G, because he played through when he was in Houston. Didn't he play through like a knee injury or something? Like he's shown some toughness and some willingness to play through pain before. But um, I, I'm not, you know, like you said, right, you don't know. I will just say this, though. There is a time to play through pain. Like, I, I'm not one to be like, and I know everybody, nobody's 100%, you know, once the season starts. You know, we get all the cliches, but we, we understand the truth behind that. You're always going to have some aches and pains and be sore and all that. Everybody. But I also think there's a time when you are, you might be legitimately hurt, but you keep playing. I think there's a time for that. Um, I'm not going to say that's the time for Deshaun because I don't know what his, you know, how serious his injury is. And if he, bottom lines, if he can't throw, then obviously he doesn't need to be playing. But I'm just saying I'm not the one to be like, oh, if you're hurting, if you're in some pain, don't play. No, sometimes you there's you got some pain, but you can play through it. Um, and then there's times, Rob, when you just not only can't but shouldn't. You know, and so, yes, I think the player has to be smart about situations like that. But I think, Rob, I think there's some guys that you have to save from themselves and be like, dude, I know you want to play. There is no way you can go out there tonight. And and you know what? And it's then Joe, I, think, Rob, I, think, I think there's other guys that I, I, I think there's other guys that you you just like they they're exasperating because you like dude you can play you're fine and, and and they just will milk an injury or they just have an incredibly low threshold of pain or they feel like they have to be 110% before they will go through go and play or they can't be in any pain at all to play or they're worried about numbers or whatever it might be so i think you got guys on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and I, it's how, how do you read that, right? It's hard. And, and, that, and I, I think that's my issue is that you really can't read it. There's no reason, unless somebody is always and you just can't figure it out. And, and, and then there, might, there has to be a track record for you to question somebody. I, I think that's it. You got to have. We've all like, talked about Anthony Davis, right? Right. You got to have like, a track record yeah. where where people can look back and go. Every time he falls down, he's like saying he's hurt. You know, like and right. maybe he's got some pain or whatever. But is he really hurt? And then other people. I I remember back in the days of uh, uh, Daryl Strawberry had uh, couldn't play. Chris, it might have been in a playoff series. And of course, he had back surgery when the season was over. So people were right. saying he what didn't want to play or came up with something, and then the guy had surgery, so then a lot of people had egg on their face. He did right. have something wrong with him. Right. So It's tough. And even we, we talk about Anthony Davis, who obviously a lot of people roll their eyes, you know, when he goes down, and it seems, oh, here we go. Is it serious? He, he's always down. And, but yet the situation against Phoenix, he shouldn't have been out there. In the playoffs. Yeah, and he put he and probably there's put pressure times, on himself. Right. Yeah, and there's a, probably because of his past. But the the first year in L.A., Rob, he, you know, I think he wanted to impress LeBron, and, and obviously that was the knock on him. He He's never healthy and, and this and that. 
And he played the most games of his career and played through a lot of aches and pains that in New Orleans he wouldn't have played through. And so that's what I mean. Like, it's you, you, you have to be careful because you don't want to prejudge a guy and he really is hurt and you're forcing him out there. Um, and so, but I, I do think there's guys at all different ends of this spectrum. And so you just have to observe it and, and try to, you know, try to try to walk through it. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.